0: Hey, how's it going? How's it going? It's been a little minute, little minute but hey, I just want to reach out and say hey, it's all good. God is good. God is great. And um, I just want to say thank you, Father, for the things that you have put into my life and the lives of those that I have touched. Father God, I just thank you right now for all that you are going to do in my life. And I continue to give you your praise and glory. In your Son Jesus name. Amen. Now, with that being said, hey, like I said, you want to start your day, definitely start your day on a positive note. And just uh, a little bit of this here, I'm going to kind of fall back off of uh, the leadership principles a little bit. But before I do that, I want to kind of share some things that I've been experiencing, uh, some, some videos and tidbits of some folks that you may know um, and may have heard, but they always come with some really great stuff, you know, and man, I just tell you, Les Brown, he really knows how to put it in and, and, uh, get you thinking, so with that, you know, being said, I, I just want to just give you this, you know, because leadership, like I said, is something, it's a quality that is developed, it's not something that you're born with, but There are some that have that innate ability to be a leader, but still, even if you're put in that type of position, you're supposed to be able to know the things that are needed to attain and keep that position. So I have some stuff I want to just share with you. Um, There's some things that Les Brown brought out, and he was talking about having a commitment when you're in your leadership status, you know. Being in that position, you have to have a commitment. And I kind of mentioned that a little bit in some of the earlier episodes, but I just want you to know that is an important key. You know, so what I got right now, I'm going to give it to you today. And it's just Les Brown, you know, and he's talking about words on leadership, things to do. Um, So I'm going to give you this stuff and um, I'll come back and talk to you a little bit in a minute
1: and I want you to think about your social contribution and whatever those goals are that you envision I want you to expand them in your mind and don't underestimate yourself even if you have a goal that you can't see it doesn't matter you don't have to see it eye has not seen ear has not heard so as you begin to think about that let us say together it's possible say it again with conviction I'm doing a training now called Discover Your Power Voice. One of the things I've found is that, that we have something in us that many of us don't recognize. I want you to shake someone's hand on your right and left. Look them in the eyes and say, you have something special. Do that quickly, please. Say, you have something special. So I want you to, to begin to look at and think about your goals. And one of the things that I want to do as we walk through and talk about what it is that you want to achieve with your life, I want you to think about your communities and how we live our lives is result of our state of mind. How many of you can agree with that? Raise your hands, please. Very good. Now, I want you to write this down and we're gonna visit this statement. How people live their lives is result of the story they believe about themselves. How we live our lives is result of the story we believe about ourselves how many of your leaders raise your hands please good in this short time i'm going to share with you one of the most important effective things that i've ever discovered in terms of my own personal life and things that you can do how many want to make a greater difference and impact on the people that you're leading raise your hands but i want you to think about that how we live our lives is a result of the story we believe about ourselves what's going on right now in the media around the world in newspaper radio and television the stories about the economy The economy and a friend of mine was talking the other day and i heard him talking about did you hear about the stock market he was talking to a friend on the telephone and as i was watching and overhearing the conversation i listened not only to what he was saying but how he was responding and i was thinking about the person on the other end this is very important i want you to shake someone's hand on your right and left and say don't forget you're a leader do that right now Now, in this, and this, I'm going to condense this and listen to me, and this is clear. If you get what I'm saying to you, you, when you go back, you're going to make greater impact on people. You're going to be able to change people's lives. You'll be able to create an economic renaissance. You'll be able to help people to begin to build their futures. And it's something very practical and very simple. And sometimes because things are simple, we miss them. Now, remember what I said, how we live our lives is a result of the story we believe about ourselves. So I want you to write this down, distract, dispute, and inspire. As leaders, when you go back to your respective communities, your countries, one of the most important thing is that you must get some training on how to discover your power boys to deliver, and write this down, a strategic message, a strategic message and a strategic narrative that will Distract, dispute, and inspire a strategic message and a strategic narrative. Let me share with you. I was born in a fourth section of Miami, Florida called Liberty City, an abandoned building on a floor with a twin brother. We were six weeks of age. We were adopted. When I was in the fifth grade, I was identified as EMR, labeled educable, mentally retarded. Put back from the fifth grade to the fourth grade and failed again in the eighth grade. I was told a story about myself. You're educable, mentally retarded. I was a kid. I didn't know. I accepted it. I believed the story. And I performed to that story. No one rises above low expectations. And so as a result of that, something happened for me. When I was in the 11th grade, a gentleman, Mr. Leroy Washington, I will be with him this coming weekend in Orlando, Florida, where I'm doing a training called Discover Your Power Boys. He helped me to discover my power voice. He said, young man, go to board and work this problem out for me. I said, sir, I can't do that. Why not? Sir, I'm not going to be a student. Look at me. Yes, sir. Go to the board and work the problem out anyhow. I can't do that, sir. Why, sir? Because I'm educable, mentally retarded, sir. I'm in special education. And they said, he's DT. What do you mean? That's Leslie. That's not Wesley. He's DT. He's a dumb twin. And as many of the students laughed, and I was looking at him and he came from behind his desk, he said, don't ever say that again. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. That was a turning point in my life. On one hand, I was humiliated. But on the other hand, I was liberated because he looked at me with the eyes of Goethe, who said, look at a man the way that he is. He only becomes worse. But look at him as if he were what he could be. Then he becomes what he should be. Now, my mother, my mother, she did the best that she could. She would say when I would come home crying after being in a fight, being called the dumb twin, Leslie, don't worry about what people say about you. Sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. I said, Mama, but they do. They do hurt. How many of you know words hurt? Raise your hands, please. Now, Mama was doing the best that she knew how. Mr. Washington was a communicator. He was a speech and drama instructor. He knew how to deliver a strategic message that distracted me from believing that I was DT the dumb twin. And he, through this strategic message, began to cause me to step away from the possibility blindness that I was now living within this story, thinking that I was the dumb twin, and inspired me to give birth to a person that you now see that I did not know existed. Am I making sense to you on this? When you go back as a leader and why it's important, number one, write this down, get some coaching. See, because of the role that you play, how important it is and how valuable that role is, we can't leave it to chance. It's not enough just to talk. You wanna deliver a strategic message that will make impact, that will cause people to reflect that impact how they think, that will begin to ignite how they feel and begin to inspire them to become, as Mother Teresa would say, a pencil in the hand of God and start writing new chapters in their lives. Does that make sense? See, because at the end of our conversation, at the end of our speeches or seminars or workshops, if they don't change how they think and feel, if they don't begin to have the feeling within themselves, I can do this, yes, I can. If they don't change their behavior, we haven't done anything. Maybe that's why my favorite book says, judge not according to appearances, but righteous judgment and judge a tree by the fruit it bears, right? Am I making sense of that? Let me tell you how important words are. If I say to you, what is your name now? Sheila, if I say, Sheila, you can't do that. Someone else has to come along, Sheila and say you can do it you can't do it you can't do it 16 times to neutralize at one time that's why my favorite book says faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and so as leaders understanding the role that you play even though we're made in the likeness and image of god and has been given authority and dominion over everything on the face of the earth we will never listen to me we will never Exercise authority and dominion over our lives until we exercise authority and dominion over what we are not.
0: Yeah, 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 man! I told you. Look, Les Brown—he really brings it. And uh, this this here was back in two thousand fifteen, and here it is today, two thousand twenty. And man, when I say things are similar. They are very similar, but we have to always keep in stride with what is going on with how we treat people and how we develop people. Yes, you have to have coaching. Yes, I mentioned that. And yes, we have to let our egos go so that we can be able to be coached. That's one of the key things to developing a leader. So look here. I just wanted to drop that on you. And um, if you want to find out more, hear the rest of this. Um, It's about an hour, uh, about an hour long. And uh, I only wanted to just give you a little snippet. It's Les Brown. You can find it on YouTube. uh, Words on Leadership. So, hey, I look forward to talking with you, listening to you and seeing you. Not going to be able to see you. But look, looking forward to hearing from you in the future. All right. So have a wonderful, blessed day. And I look forward to hearing from you soon. Peace. All right. All right. All right. How you doing? How's it doing? Good morning. Good afternoon. and Good evening. Yes. 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 Man, when I say uh, this is a better day. It's going to be a really great day. I just want to jump out and say thank you, Heavenly Father, for just allowing me to see another day, to give me the strength and encouragement to keep going on this day. So, Heavenly Father, thank you for this morning, this afternoon, and this evening. Wherever you are right now, just give him his praise, okay? Thank you, Father, just looking over each and every one of us as we go through our travels in your son jesus name amen all right all right look here let's get this going let's keep it going but check this out i got something really special for you today i want to just share this information all right i want to share something with you today about a man that i really admire he is my personal mentor mr george h harrison oh man before this um covid thing hit really hard Um, He had uh, an opportunity to go and speak in front of some colleagues of his up in um, the Broadmoor up in Denver, Colorado, and um, he really, he brought it. And I'm telling you, and when I listen to this speech, it, it gives me tears sometimes in my heart and soul because I can feel what it is that he's talking about, all right? this opportunity has brought some really great things to some really great people that just gave it what they had. All right. So when I talk to you and I ask you about some things that you want to do in your life and ask you what it is that you want for your life it's because it it came to me that way. These are questions that I was asked by him. All right. But you have to understand Putting something in place that's going to help you to be able to propel you into your greatness is something that you have to always know what it is that you want. Deep inside, what can you do for yourself to make yourself better than you are today? All right. That's what it's all about. This right here is helping me to be able to understand where it is that I am in my life and what I want to be in my life. I have my greatness. It's coming. This is my season right now okay and i'm going to see some really great things happen but uh, i'm going to not i'm not going to hold too much take too much time but i'm going to give you this in this entirety this man here <laughs> he's off the chain he's awesome so pay attention listen and definitely learn some things all right here we go
2: first giving all honor and praise to god you know, for making this happen and uh, it's truly an honor I want to thank Glenn Williams uh, Peter Snyder, Miles Standing Up Ryan, Mr. Charles Whitener uh, Carol Carl, Queen B and a host of others it's, it's just so many people that you have to thank because when you get in a position like this it's not based on you it's based on the people that are on your team that are around you and you know as I was thinking as I was preparing for this I said this is surely a big deal for me and see, the thing that you got to understand is, from my background, thinking about if my mother and father could sit here and see me speaking at this event. You know, I was looking at the Olympics, and you know, they go four years for training so that they can perform at one time or that two times. To me being in Prime America all the years that I've been in, this is like the Olympic Games, to be able to talk at one of these events. Man, it is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And so I was thinking about my parents and I said, I wish that they could see me standing up here because they struggled to raise me. You know, they had all kind of adversity, economic challenges. They had discrimination challenges. They had to uh, try to get me educated properly. They had to get me to avoid the pitfall of the growing up in the projects. All those things that they saw me go through and to see me standing up here at one of the largest corporations in America and they're listening to what I got to say, that is a big deal to me. I don't take it for granted. You know, <coughs> you know, and and and, and, and 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 you think about that. You know, you think about it as growing up. You know, when I was born as a baby, I grew up in East St. Louis, Illinois, and one of the rules that they had was no baby could be born in East St. Louis. So my parents had to drive, no black baby. My parents had to drive, by three hospitals, go to St. Louis, and hope that I would survive that ride and be born. What if I had not been born? Think about that. Now, I know everybody has stories and it's, 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 it's something about Prime America that we can share that. But that's something that I really think about. What if they had not made it? I wouldn't be here today. And so my message to most of you, my message is about struggle. And when I think about struggle, I'm talking to people who need hope. You know, R. Williams said that we sell hope and opportunity, uh, a, a, a daggone pot at the end of the rainbow. And he said if you come in here and do it right, you can end up getting that. So I'm talking to myself, too, but I'm proof that it can happen to you, that it can happen to anybody, what has happened for me. And so I believed in this business. Uh, I showed up for meetings. I did all the right things. I took notes, everything that was put in place to make it happen. To make it happen for me, to make it happen big time. And guess what? I'm supposed to say what back. What? What kind of rust? I know it's early morning. And you listen to this brother from me saying, Louis, I might like, speak for me bonics. But you know what? Seven or eight thousand dollars a month to feel like you're a loser. You just feel like you're a loser. And so it, was, it, it, you know, I was I was doing all the right things, but it just was not connected. My Prime America business kept telling me no. Or I guess the thing when he talks about that when he would go see a client, they say no, no, thank you, no. My business was telling me no, not. Two hundred thousand this year no not ownership this year no not a super recoup. it kept telling me no and i had to stay strong during that process and so as i look at my notes i you know i could feel i don't know if any of you all relate to this because you're winners and you're here but we go through a psychological thing with this with this business i could feel people looking down on me can anybody relate to that I felt them looking down on me. In fact, I was ashamed to show up to some meetings. Have you ever felt that way? If you don't, your recruits do. They're ashamed to show up because of their numbers, how things are, and psychologically, what we say to ourselves is worse than anything that they could ever say to us. And so I was absorbing all kind of hits on myself, you know, left and right, boom, 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 when I would show up to meetings, but I followed it and I showed up. I was doing everything right. But sometimes, you know, they say competition sometimes doesn't create your character, it reveals it. And so what you have to do is you got to be able to push and fight, even through the adversity, even through the distraction. Now, I'm not saying anything that you guys don't know, but I'm saying what I went through with the adjustments that I had to make. And so my primary results kept telling me no. In fact, I looked at the Olympics and studied them. uh, when you looked at, uh, I told somebody that these people practice all the time. Do we really practice our business like they practice for that four-year drain? And so I was looking at the guy and I said, they probably practice that on the mark where they get ready to go. They probably practice that months, weeks, you know, just over and over, coming out that block in the right way. But what happened is I saw a guy he jumped the gun and he got kicked out. Right away, and I thought about Prime America because Prime America allows us always to get it up one more time. One more time. All Williams would talk about. He said, "You, you got to get it up one more time." If you can get up one more time, you can fight. You can go and do what you gotta do and you can make things happen. So as I was going to that, I was I was praying, I was doing all kind of things. I was I spoke at the ALC and I talked about that, you know, I went from knee praying, because y'all know most of us we pray on our knees, right? And we're asking God to help us. I had to lay on the floor and pray. Because I was having a fight that bad. Now if none of you have ever had that kind of fight, you have teammates who will, as you build. And you gotta understand that kind of stuff is going on. It may be something that's waiting for you when you come when you go back. You gotta be able to fight it out. You gotta be able to to, 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 to make you know things happen still. So I kept lifting him up no matter what. I kept lifting them up to a divorce. I kept lifting them up to people, best people quit. I kept lifting them up to money challenges. All the time, believing in the dream, believing in myself. Because it's so important, Art Williams has a whole talk about you got to believe in yourself. What you say to yourself is so important. So as I was struggling with that, and I was struggling with those different things, you know, uh, I was working on getting it up one more time so here is the the the, the, the nutshell just than one year ago my income was a minus 100. now when you know when your income fluctuates you still want to wear your ring and you hope nobody goes on pol to check minus 100. So now I was really going through a thing, coming on trips, coming, come, going to meetings and so forth, because it had dropped down to minus 100. I said I'm a good guy, I'm a nice guy, a God-fearing guy. I was minus 100. I was in pain. But look at how, look at what happened. Today, probably by the end of this month and next month, we'll be at 400,000. Is this a dream or what? Is this incredible or what? So in my conclusion, here's what I want to say. This is a big deal. How many of us never win? How many Prime people never get to talk? How many of them never get to show up at events like this? We'll never speak from somewhere like this. Some died wishing that they could have. We sit on our butts at these kind of events. We're too quiet. We take too much for granted. We got to get fired up. We got the greatest business opportunity in the world. We got to be pumped up. To be here is a special moment. Your day is coming to stand up here. This is the Olympics for me. This is incredible for me. And I'll end with what I said when we were on TV. Sitting in my position and in my life, all I can reach back and touch is Dr. King's statement. Ownership at last, ownership at last. Thank God
0: almighty. I got ownership at last. Thank you. Yeah, so that's it. That's what I'm saying. Brother George Harrison, he brought it. He always does. I enjoy hearing from my mentor and listening to whatever he has to say because he brought all the things out that is needed to be heard. And uh without that you can't you can't not refute it. So just stay strong, keep it going, and we're going to make this stuff happen. All right. I got some more stuff that I'm going to bring for you. And um, it's going to be another guy that um, <laughs> he brings it as well. And I admire the fact uh, um, that I have met him. He's another one of my mentors I've met personally and um, have asked him of some questions as well. So look here. These people that I'm bringing to you guys are really good and they know their business, they know their craft and they have taught me some of the same things. And I would like to share those things with you. So without any more further ado, I'm going to bring another person up after some brief messages that I have. So you take care and be blessed. I'll see you soon. All right. All right. Here we go. What's going on? So, Hey, good morning good afternoon good evening somewhere wherever you are god bless you listen thank you father for the things that you have put in my life you have given me a new day a new way and i'm looking forward to anything that you are going to bless me with this day put it out there i am going to be an rvp i am going to make some things happen for my family and my life and my wife all right here we go in jesus name amen all right so check this out, folks. I got some stuff lined up for you today. I'm going to make some things really, really good for you. All right. I got a young man out of California. He's a Hispanic brother. I had the pleasure of meeting him. His name is Mario Arizon. He talks about how you can make some things happen in your life. And all you got to do is just put, put it forth. You know, put it out there. Don't just sit back and wait for life to come up on you and take advantage of you. Do something for yourself. Help yourself, help your family, help your children, help leave a legacy for whatever it is that you want to become. So I'm not going to hold any further ado. I want you guys to pay attention and listen to this brother at at a workshop. He's talking to some young folks, and the younger guys and ladies especially. Y'all have to understand, this is something that's real. We are doing a real, real thing. Helping families. All right. So here we go. Mario Arizona, folks. Take a listen. check it out uh, that guy he's off the chain he's always off the chain i'm telling you look he brings it he's always real he's talking to some young millennials and i'm telling you this is the thing you guys that are young you hispanic crowd i'm looking for you i'm talking about all hispanics over there on the south side of st louis cherokee where you at hit me up i'm trying to tell you Look here, I got a brother out there named Horatio. I'm trying to get him. uh, You don't understand, but it's all good. Come on with it, brother. I got you. Peace.